The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Rinson. I'm your host. It is Wednesday, November 24th, perhaps even, depending on when you're listening. Thursday, November 25th, wherever you are, happy Thanksgiving. Hope your holidays are going just as well as mine. Uh, just kidding. We're going to do some Thanksgiving picks, some DFS breakdowns. Uh, get you. We, we're going to do some, we're going to do, look, Thanksgiving's a time to get weird. You got to listen to your crazy uncle talk about uh, redacted this and redacted that. You know what it is, but we are going to do some parlays. We're going to do some DFS. We're going to hit some first touchdowns. We're going to make some money on Thanksgiving. And joining me to do so, the man who has somehow been suckered into doing this three times a week for the entire season, Tyler Sullivan. Sully, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Well, I know we usually get one game. It's usually the Monday night, the Thursday, and now we got three. It's great. I know. I know. We get a. Although, yeah, I guess I guess this is our Thursday night preview. Right. Which we typically do on Wednesday anyway. We're just yeah. doing it earlier in the morning. Uh, we are live on YouTube, by the way. If you're watching somehow uh, at 10 a.m. on YouTube, hit the – first of all, what are you doing? Um, second of all, hit that like button. I'm just kidding. If you're watching on YouTube, you are a, a, true, a true friend of the show. Subscribe. Smash the like button. Tell us uh, your favorite Thanksgiving bet and – your favorite Thanksgiving dish? What about you, Sully? Your uh, your your uh, your new boy, your new Pats guy, Matt Judon, is out there thrashing mac and cheese. What do you think about that? It, you know what? I don't know if that's a, if it's a Northeast thing, but we don't. Re- I don't really do the mac and cheese thing. I didn't really even know that what? was a thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if that's something that like. <laughs> what do you mean you don't that, do mac and cheese? That, well, I know what mac and cheese is. Obviously, oh, you know mac and about- cheese. I, oh, actually, I guess like mac and cheese is not like extremely prevalent at uh southern i mean it is but it's it's almost like mac and cheese is always there and now we're like it's like where do you see the new casseroles we have <laughs> you want yeah, green I, beans and fried onions we got you don't get Sweet me wrong. potatoes I, marshmallows let's go i'm a, i'm a mac and cheese fan i just for for thanksgiving i don't know I, for me i'm more of a stuffing guy it's the it's the tried oh, and for true sure. for sure do you uh do you do uh oyster stuffing i'm a big oyster stuffing guy no, I don't do that. Oh, yeah. Oysters in the stuffing. I love oysters. Ooh, stuffing. I like that. It actually that. sounds kind of gross when you talk about it. Sort of like when Matt Judon's like, it's cheese and noodles. I know. That was it's a very that compelling really point. Things. That really ruined it for me. It was like it a glass shattering moment. Yeah. He's, he's like, it's cheese and noodles. You're like, oh, that's kind of gross. 
I know. I got I got Matt Judon over here just really describing mac and cheese in a disgusting way. And then I have Mac Jones say he doesn't like pies. <laughs> he doesn't like pies. Any pies. It's amazing. The Patriots, it's, they're like, they're like, you you thought we were 2001 before? We're here to ruin your holidays. Now we're really 2001 Pats. Um, if you're trying to make somebody's holiday, make it happier, make it better, you know what you can do? Buy them some pick six swag or swag. There's a QR code directly above, well, to the, I think, over Sully's left shoulder there. There you go. Scan that QR code in the top right of the screen on YouTube. Thursday through Monday, there will be a 25% off sale on all items at the CBS Sports Store, including Pick 6 merchandise. You can support the show by buying hoodies, hats, pint glasses, and more. I can attest. Um, actually, my son is currently, uh, this is how close we are to leaving. My son is currently on his iPad in the kitchen in a Pick 6 podcast t-shirt and underwear. Uh, and I was walking my dog in a Pick 6 uh, hoodie, and I can attest that both of those items are incredibly comfortable. So if you like this, if you like this show enough to watch it on Thursday at midnight tonight, midnight on Wednesday through Monday, you get 25% off. The prices uh, currently displayed do not include the 25% off. You get a pint glass. You can drink some beer with us while we do the show. Do that. It's just, like, I mean, if you want some pick six stuff and you haven't won a hat, a Brinson sucks hat yet, go buy it, please. It, it, I mean, yeah, and Brinson, just to clarify, we do not make pick six underwear available yet, but that could be in the future. The way you said it there made it, I don't know. Some people may have been confused about oh, what I did the pick wearing. Six. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It's I just did the, we, uh, haven't done, we haven't done the calendar shoot yet. We're waiting to do that. And then, then we'll release the underwear. It'll be we're really, doing, really, really um, tasteful. What's <laughs> very tasteful. <laughs> Will on the, uh, on the draft show, we had Brady Quinn that you were not on this week with Ryan Wilson. We had him yep. guess the sizes of you myself wilson and breach and he went oh for four <laughs> did he say it was extra large no no he said uh medium for you oh well my 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 <laughs> now i feel fantastic i'll take a medium all day um i've been medium at times at i time. mean i'm usually just a large the problem with medium is if you buy a medium shirt and like my i mean my i'm so sorry knows where i'm going with this if I fluctuate, you know, like you got some, you got some ins, you got some outs. The medium, it's like a, skin, it's like a skinny fat. That's, that's, that, that yeah. is, that is, that is where it is. Yeah. Like, but if you buy the medium and you really like the shirt and then you, you know, you don't exercise for like two months, bye-bye shirt to the closet. That thing's shrinking. It's all of a sudden oh, it's it just shrinks. And then you're just walking around. It's like, and you can, oh, it's a disaster. Let's get to the games. We'll start with, uh, of course, we'll start with the Raiders and Cowboys because we are, of course, a CBS sports program. And that's the Jim Nance, Tony Robo, Tracy Wolfson special. The Cowboys are seven and a half point favorite. Over under is 50 and a half. Sully, your thoughts on this spread and the total. I like the total hadn't, I mean, the, the totals dropped to half a point. Spread has went down to seven, came back up to seven and a half. Very interesting. The totals dropped considerably. I think it, you know, the, the look ahead was, I think, around 40, uh, 55, 54. Oh, wow. So it's yeah, and, and should be noted, Amari Cooper is officially out for this game. I, I believe he's unvaccinated. So there, it's like he's literally not capable. Like he, he had a 10 day window where he can't, he's not eligible to play. And then CeeDee Lamb is, not, I don't think, is officially out as of Wednesday morning, but 
we should assume that he is out. So it's probably going to be uh, what Cedric Wilson and Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup, yeah, Dalton Schultz. Yep, that's, that's pretty much. That's probably why the total dropped. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's, your thoughts? That's probably the biggest one. But I like the Cowboys in this minus seven and a half, and it really has more to do with the Raiders more than anything else. This losing skid. They just haven't looked great. I mean, it's it, they've lost three straight, and it's one of those things where it's they're not just like losing these games. They look like a completely different team than we saw at the beginning of the year. They're averaging 14.3 points per game over this streak. That's the fourth lowest in the NFL over that time. And then when you look at the defensive side of the ball, they're averaging they're allowing almost 30 over 30 points a game. It's just a really bad sign for them. And when you have Dallas who has been up and down over these last few weeks, struggled offensively against Kansas City at Arrowhead. They play much better at home. They're 6-1 in their last seven home games against the spread. I just really like a bounce-back opportunity for them. Seven, Man, I feel like I'm being tricked. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get this out there. Uh, the two things I did uh, on uh, Tuesday night after – by the way, you want to get your loved ones something nice for Christmas? May I recommend Chattanooga whiskey? Ooh. I uh I did um so I did this uh bourbon review on Tuesday night with the guys from Breaking Bourbon. And it, it, oddly enough, the way it happened is um Nick, who runs Breaking Bourbon, is good friends with Ryan Wilson. And Wilson told him, like, yeah, Brinson, total douchebag, loves bourbon. Uh it'd be great for your podcast. But uh, I went to high school in Chattanooga. We we tasted their stuff. It is it is fantastic highly recommended but the uh, after the chattanooga bourbon tasting uh, i was like you know what i'm gonna make some parlays and make my picks for thanksgiving i'm i'm parlaying all the unders under 51 is down another half a point for this game under 41 and a half for bears lions and under 45 and a half for bill saints three game parlay pays out like five you know, five standard three game parlay because you know, this is minus 110 um i don't think we see a ton of scoring on thanksgiving we see some lethargic teams. We're talking about Andy Dalton versus Jared Goff. Derek Carr, who's been not very good the last few weeks, versus uh, Dak Prescott, who's missing his top two receivers, and a team that can run the ball really well if Tyron Smith is in there, we believe he will be. And then the Bills. The Bills are the one I'm worried about because they might throw up points, but I like all the unders. I also parlayed Cowboys money line. Let's see exactly what this is paying out. Cowboys money line. Bill's money line, Lions money line. So you get in and that's paying uh one and a half units to win five. So you get the Lions, and then you're sort of feeling like it's everything else is gravy. I agree with you. I think the Cowboys are in a good spot here. I feel like I'm being tricked into taking the Raiders plus seven and a half. That hook is just sort of lingering out there. Las Vegas has been bad the last two weeks. It's very clear that Derek Carr, uh, Henry Ruggs not being on the field is a problem for him. The vertical element to their game has disappeared. Deshaun Jackson, you know, if he catches that ball, maybe he's just not. It's not the same thing. Like you're talking about an older, an older player. Um, and oh God, I'm taking the Raiders with the hook, but I ain't happy about it. Yeah. You, you might be right here. The, the Cowboys just might get right without their top two receivers on Thanksgiving against the Raiders, but I, I seven and a half is too much. It's just no, too it's, much. It's, it's a big number, but again, they're at home. It's a big, it's a big spot. They're coming off that really just 
perplexing night against the Kansas City Chiefs where they just managed all field goals and they just really couldn't get anything going. I just feel like they get right in this one. As much as Amari Cooper is a factor and as much as CeeDee Lamb certainly a factor, Michael Gallup's a good receiver. Cedric Very Wilson's receiver. a good receiver. Schultz has proven to be one of the better tight ends. They obviously have a great backfield with Zeke and Tony Pollard. There are weapons there to be able to put up points. And then when I look at that defense going up against a really just lost Raiders team, Cowboys number four in the NFL in DVOA, yeah, that's a huge number, especially with that hook. Don't feel great about it, but I don't really want to put my money on the Raiders at this point, just by the way they've been playing over the last few weeks. But I'm with you on the unders. I like all the unders here. We, we were totally agreement. Which is very odd that we like all the unders. You and I yeah, that's like, a, are that's not a scary unders proposition. guys. No. <laughs> like we usually get on this Monday or Thursday podcast. It's like, oh, what, what overs? What, what prop overs are we taking now? Um, Zeke Elliott upgraded to a full participant in practice, uh, practice on Tuesday. Tristan Hill also full practice. C.D. Lamb did not practice. The biggest injury of all, in my opinion, Tyron Smith. Like when he doesn't play, the Cowboys are uh, the Cowboys are offense kind of falls off a cliff. He was upgraded to full participant practice on. Tuesday, Cedric Wilson as well. So you're going to have three capable receivers, a starting left tackle. Zeke is back. Like they, again, this is why I like the under in this game. They could just pound the ball and let Zach, let, let Dak take a couple play action shots to Gallup or Schultz, melt that clock, force Derek Carr to try to be aggressive without an actual deep threat. Let that secondary sort of prey on that while Michael Parsons rushes the passer. And man, all of a sudden, like I'm probably not betting the side on this. I have to pick it for CBS and for picks pools, so I'm going Raiders because it's seven and a half. But I'm now I'm starting to think I don't like it. And to that point, when you're talking about you know the under and the, how this could really be a, a backfield game for Dallas, this will roll into our props here. That's why I like Zeke's over on his rushing yards. If you look at what, da- what the Raiders have given up over the season, 132-point run rushing yards per game. That's 29th in the NFL, and that's even worse over this losing streak here, 134 yards over the last three weeks on the ground they've allowed per game. It's just, they they are very leaky, you know, in, 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 to opposing backfields. It's just, it's it's a bad spot for them here, especially with Deacon should, Bull Pollard. Should, should we be concerned that um, Debo is producing this show? And we, of course, we love Debo. And Debo loves the fact that you just segued into the props. Should we be concerned that Debo didn't prepare a, a, a graphic with our individual props picks like Chris does? Hmm. I, I know, I just know. What's going on? I'm thankful for all my producers, but just saying. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, so you like the over on Zeke Elliott rushing yards as a prop in this game, I take it. Yep. Okay. Um, I I was feeling frisky last night. I sent an email with uh, Dak over one and a half passing touchdowns. It might. It may have moved up. This could. This. This. There's no reason this should be one and a half. Like the Raiders' defense is not good enough that this should be one and a half. It should be two and a half. If it's two and a half, I'm not taking it, obviously. But Dak, uh, Dak passing touchdowns over one and a half. If it's still, uh, it's minus 180 now. It's so expensive. Um, I wrote down two units on the uh, on the email I sent in. We'll just do one. I mean, just do one. It's you don't need to. I mean, if you're betting a hundred dollars, you're risking 180. There's no reason to risk 360 dollars, and all of a sudden the Cowboys win by 15 points. And it's like all Zeke Elliott. That it's you can't just just do a single unit on that. Uh, I also have uh, Dalton Schultz over fifty and a half receiving yards. Tony Pollard over thirteen and a half receiving yards. That that Dalton Schultz is going to move. So you probably want to bet that on 
Probably want to bet that now. I don't that's, know already, how... that's already moved. I sent it last night. It was 49 and a half. So yeah. that thing has been going up. It moved. It moved. Man, Sully really moving the lines here. You said 49 and a half. I got it 50 and a half. Um, let's see if we got. I'm trying to see. We should have. Oh, yeah. I got over-unders now. Let me see what I got. For. Okay. I'm trying to see what I got for receiving yards. Because once. once and the reason. Usually once they're available on this local I got here. They're widely available. Obviously, you can bet them at Caesars right here. Tony Pollard up to 16 and a half. F you. Caesars. I got 13 and a half. I still like that. I think he'll catch. Uh, I think he'll catch at least two passes. And that should get him easily over that number i still got 14 and a half here that's a bet right now um but uh yeah so i like the tony pollard over receiving yards in this game and also zeke under two and a half catches ezekiel elliott under two and a half catches plus 140 now the risk of this is that you know it's thanksgiving and Zeke's whole thing is the eating and whatnot. And this is a this is a Zeke Elliott holiday, you know, like it just feels like a Zeke Elliott holiday. Um, but I I'm going to take the under on his receptions at plus money because I think it's very possible that as a seven and a half point favorite, the Cowboys get up big, decide to pound the ball, and that it'll be Tony Pollard in there catching passes. Minus one seventy on the over petrifies me for some reason. Uh, what about first touchdown in this game for you? Or do you have any more props? Sorry, so I got one more. I got one more prop for you. I was with you on Schultz. Definitely love that one. It's you know the Raiders. He's third on the team in targets, and the other two guys might not play in this. So somebody's you know, getting seventy-five yards for the Cowboys, and it need, it's probably Dalton Schultz. Exactly. The other one, it's on the other side of the ball. Raiders uh, over Josh Jacobs, three and a half receptions. That's at plus one twenty, or at least when I put it put it in. He's you know, been pretty interesting in terms of a pass catcher over the last few weeks. He had a season high, seven targets last week. He's gone over this number in three straight games, five of the eight games he's played this season. He's a factor in their passing game right now. And so if all of a sudden I can get that at plus money and he's trending in that direction, I love that. Okay. Look at us. Plus money over and on an under. Ooh. What are we doing on this holiday? We're getting... on holiday frisky, apparently. Um, all right. First touchdown score. Gross. Zeke Elliott. Actually, actually, you know what? Zeke at plus 430 is not actually that bad, considering like relative to how these markets are moving. This might be the play. If like they're gonna shrink all these odds on us, maybe we start hammering the obvious guy. Just yeah. do like instead of betting three guys at, at 10 to 1 or better, we just take Zeke at plus 430. Um well, you did that last week, right? Or on Monday, right? You had Godwin. You know, that was uh, one of the more obvious guys. I did have Godwin, yeah. And actually I added it at the last second. So I actually made money on that. Um, I had, uh, for my list, I think I had Waller and Schultz at 10 to one, as you can see, as of, uh, this morning, they have come down just two teams that use a tight end a lot. Basically the number one targets for both of these quarterbacks in this particular game. Um, if this is a case where they get down to, if they, if the Cowboys or Raiders get down to the one yard line, they're going to run the ball. Uh, if it's on first down, but. I'm looking at this as maybe they get like a first and goal from the seven and, you know, try to get, try and get it in the, in the hands of somebody, a very capable pass catcher. So I will take both tight ends. How about you? 
I'm going to go with, I like that, obviously, you know, I was big on Schultz and Waller's obviously one of the best. I like Tony Pollard, 10 to 1. He's just going to be a factor, whether it's in the passing game or on the ground, he can easily rip one off. The other one that is a, is a dart throw, and it's, it's, it's a dart throw, is Derek Carr, 40 to 1. Love it. To, to, get a, to get the first touchdown. He's had rushing touchdowns in the last three seasons coming into this year. He had three rushing touchdowns last season, zero so far in 2021 this is a desperate raiders team you know they they were starting off the year pretty hot feeling themselves battling for first place in the afc west now they're sitting at 500 they are in full desperation mode and i think Derek carr really feels that in this game especially going up against the premier dallas team big stage thanksgiving they're gonna throw the kitchen sink and it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if he starts throwing his body around a little bit more than we we're even used to uh, and and it's so easy to picture a Derek Carr with his hand out and the ball extended like unnecessarily across the goal line. It's spicy. He's like, yeah, like loses mind. Like, yeah. I, you know, well, like, I mean, I can, I, I'd be doing the same thing if all of a sudden I'd, I had him on 40 to one. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, actually, I'm going to bet that just so I'm not mad when it happens. All right. We will take a break. When we come back, the other two Thanksgiving games. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So, um, he said, having lost his rundown, <laughs> I don't know. Lions, uh, Bills and Saints, we're doing Lions and Bears last, obviously. Uh, that makes sense. Makes sense. Although, I'm kind of, I, I was uh, doing some DFS stuff last night, and I'm kind of, in, I'm, I may have gone down a, a very weird rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> which we'll get to in a minute uh bears at lions the lions are down to a three-point favorite the under is down to 41 and a half uh what do i tell why, why i clicked the wrong thing and i'm i'm not reading anything correctly um it's thanksgiving it's the day before thanksgiving it's that what, what is it what's in the turkey is tryptophan it's the tryptophan Tri- trip is kicking in early right, right right the uh the saints at home against the bills this line is shot up to six and a half uh i bet it on um Tuesday afternoon at five. It had been f- sitting at four and a half for a while. Started moving a little bit. Basically, uh, it was it was based on the Saints' injuries. And man, this team is devastated with injuries right now. It is crazy. So here here is who they haven't updated it for Tuesday yet, but Alvin Kamara, Ryan Ramchek, Adam Troutman was put on IR. Marcus Davenport is, didn't, didn't practice. Um, Mark Ingram didn't practice on Tuesday. Teron Armstead didn't practice on Tuesday. I think Taysom Hill is hurt too. And he just got a $700 million extension. That's actually worth $3. Uh, Trevor Simeon actually has a right hand injury that is not keeping him from practicing, but he's the starting quarterback. So this line has shot all the way up 
to Bills minus six and a half. I cannot find a compelling reason other than Sean Payton being three and oh on Thanksgiving in his career, which is mildly compelling, uh, to take the Saints here against the spread or certainly uh, to, to win outright. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I, in my weekly picks that I do for the site, I think I had it at five, very similar to you, five or five and a half before it really started to shoot up. But I still, I'll still take the minus, you know, six and a half here. You know, you're under, you're under a touchdown with the extra point. You're feeling okay going into this one, particularly with those injuries. I already liked it as a bounce back spot for Buffalo after that performance against the Indianapolis Colts where Jonathan Taylor just demolished them. And now that they're avoiding an elite running back, or it looks like they're going to avoid an elite running back, now in Kamara, and then a backup running back possibly in Mark Ingram, and Ryan Ramchek might not play in this game, all pro right tackle. I mean, it is just, they're the Saints are in a really bad way going into this game. And, and Buffalo is hungry. They just fell out of first place in the AFC East in New England. They want to get back on track in the worst way possible. They're going to lay it out there in New Orleans. I always think about the, um, actually the stats aren't even as good as I remembered, but uh, two years ago, Josh Allen went to Dallas on Thanksgiving. It's like, oh, can Josh Allen handle the prime time? You know, and and boy, did he handle it. 19 to 24 for 231 yards and a touchdown. Oh, right. He had 10 carries for 43 yards and a touchdown, too. That's why. Um, Josh Allen sneakily, like, I don't think this gets talked about enough. His primetime numbers are really good. Like he he does it. It's not, it's it's a little early Farvian in terms of you don't want to bet against Josh Allen in primetime it doesn't get talked about he doesn't make a big deal out of it he's not like russell wilson where he wants you know like lets it like purposely leaks it out that he's really good in primetime needs people to know um he's really he he just puts up numbers and i think that you know dennis allen great defensive coordinator sean payton great coach there's only so much chicken salad you can make with chicken poo i mean and and frankly the saints right now are are chicken poo with all their injuries um And I'll tell you this, too. I mean, not only has Allen played well in primetime, but the Bills, fairly recently, they've done well following straight-up losses. 3-0-1 against the spread following straight-up losses over the last four games. And they go into this game, I mean, as much as we talk about how, you know, the, the Colts just demolished them in that game last week, they're still averaging 6.3 yards per play over the last three weeks. Uh, I think it's the second best in the NFL. I mean, this is still a... a, a potent offense that's going up going oh, yeah. up against backups well i mean and look like that colts game wasn't even about the bills I, I think it was more about the colts just coming in and running on their faces like that's what it that's what it was more than the bills just being a bad team and we did see too after that that horrific jaguars loss you know they score six points and lose in jacksonville um they bounced back in a big way and, and obliterated the jets the saints are not the, the saints are a good team they're a playoff caliber team but they are so banged up right now. Um, I don't think this gets to maybe, I, I think it probably gets to seven. I don't think it'll get to seven and a half because you're just asking, like you're giving Sean Payton seven and a half points at home on Thanksgiving. Um, this is the under that scares me the most, by the way. And primarily because the bills could keep their foot on the gas and score 40 points themselves. If they wanted to, I don't think they'll do that. Um, I can picture, however, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs just like chewing into a turkey leg on uh on late on Thursday night. What about your props for this game? So the for, for the props, I'm going. This one's really expensive, but it's just we just talked about it with Josh Allen over one and a half passing touchdowns minus one eighty. Same price as uh Dak. 
it just feels like such a gimme. He's been so good in these spots. He's gone over. He's thrown multiple touchdowns in eight of his 10 games played this season. He would have to go completely pretty much against his norms in a bounce back spot. He, they, they would have to collapse, in my opinion, to have a – you would have to come away from this game saying, oh, no, what's wrong with the Bills? Are the Patriots going to just now run away with the division if all of a sudden he's not throwing for multiple touchdowns in this game? Because that's Which what they do. They don't upset either – no, I wouldn't. Yeah, no. I wouldn't upset me as yeah. a holder of a Patriots division bet <laughs> from way back in April. Um, yeah, I, I uh, let's see. I took the. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, did it just move to one seventy while we were what? What did just one eighty? What we happened got, here? We got we got Caesars in the chat. That they're. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Debo clicks it. They're like, oh, look at this square. Let's move it down to one seventy. Um, I uh, I put in. I've got. Really, Zach Moss under receiving yards. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> Eight and a half. Don't see. I don't see Zach Moss being involved in the pass game. No. If and and again, we're we're projecting a situation. You're talking about game script where we think the Bills are going to be winning handily. They're not going to be dumping off to running backs. If they if they pass if they're running a pass play to a running back, it'll probably be. Um, Actually, it might be Matt Breida or Devin Singletary. Uh, and I think they'll probably get up and then pound the ball against the Saints' run defense that is good but got absolutely shredded by the Eagles last week. Just I went to nine had, and a half. Uh, what's that? Just went to nine and a half. What? What are we, we reverse sharpening this? What is happening? I don't know. People have, are hammering the Zach Moss over receiver. We have swing, apparently. I don't know if it's good or bad, but we have we have swing. <laughs> what is and it's juiced the over, too. I don't you know what? You know what? I don't even like this. I don't even like this bet. I'm, <laughs> now I, I want off this bet. Um <laughs> moving lines. Move, reverse, they're like reverse moving. Uh well, don't bet that now. Wait on it. under. What's they start to really tell? hammer the unders, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh God, these guys, these guys are on something." These this week. squares are we're 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 reversing the line so we can get a better number. <laughs> we're gonna bet more on the other side. Um, I also had Dawson Knox under three and a half catches. Again, the whole concept behind this these two props were the Bills are leading. The Bills are not gonna be throwing like you're not gonna get the ancillary options involved a ton. And Knox is not on there now for whatever reason. Let me see if he's uh see you got anything any other uh, props I look up the bills. Well, I think that's report? interesting because I'm on the opposite end of you with Knox. I actually like the over on his receiving yards at three and a half, uh minus one ten. He's coming off a game where he had a season high, ten targets, caught seven passes. Admittedly, in a blowout, they're trying to catch up to the Indianapolis Colts. Like you can see where that all those targets can come from. But he's also been one of those just kind of go-to guys for, for Josh Allen, particularly in the red zone more than anything. We'll talk about him more when we get into the first touchdowns too. Yeah. But the Saints, they've allowed a, a pretty much five, or, you know, just under five catches per game to opposing tight ends this season. Dallas Goddard had a pretty successful uh, game against them last week. I know a lot of attention's being paid to the running game and really just the dominance that the Eagles were being able to put against the, the Saints. But Goddard had himself a nice game there. And I think Knox is capable, you know, to have that similar type of outcome. Um, uh, look up uh, Josh Allen rushing yards. I, thought I saw 33 and a half. If, if it's 33 and a half, that's too much, I think. So, because if you look at, um, if this moves to 34 and a half, I'm just hanging up and going to drive, <laughs> going to my loss. Um, if you look at the last 
sort of stretch here. He had two carries for 18 yards last week, two carries for three yards a week before that, five for 50 against Jacksonville, but they were they were trailing like they were trailing. You got to look at the, games, the yeah. point, sort of you know panicky. Uh, eight for fifty-five against Miami. Again, they that, they won that game by double digits, but shouldn't have. Uh, and then nine for twenty-six against Tennessee, a loss. Eleven for fifty-nine against Kansas City. They used him by design in the run game a lot against Kansas City. If they don't use him by design in the run game, I sort of like that under. Now he can bust that wide open in the first quarter if uh, Brian Dable decides to use him on design runs like we're totally effed but if the bills are controlling this game i think that under is a decent look just yeah especially on a short week like let's not expose our franchise quarterback in the midst of a division playoff race to any more abuse than we need to especially if they have it in hand i I could see that yeah um i did however (laughs) having said that (laughs) uh, i will take josh allen (laughs) do you have any more props by the way uh, Singletary over 24 and a half rushing yards, eight out of 10 this season. It just feels like he is going to be the back that could bust. I was waiting for open. that to move to like 20, like, yeah, 20, right. like I don't know, like 20, <laughs> not, 17 and a half. <laughs> we, the, uh, the Saints had two backs last week that went over 60 yards, Howard and, and Miles Sanders. I'm not expecting anything similar because the, the Bills don't really – they don't, it's not the same. They don't really run the ball as heavily. But if anybody's going to have an impactful day on the ground, I think Singletary has the biggest you know, burst ability where he can rip off a, a 15-yard run and get you there pretty easy and get you there pretty easily. All right. First touchdowns. Having said that you should take the under on Josh Allen rushing yards. I will take the uh, I will take Josh Allen at eight to one to score the first touchdown. Terrible yeah. number. Don't care. Josh Allen is their red zone weapon. Um, and I didn't email this, but oh my, is Dawson Knox over? Did you see it? What, what, scroll down. What's Dawson Knox? He's got to be 11 to 1. Yeah, oh, he's 10 to 1, 11 to 1. Where is he? Why is he? What is it? What, where did Dawson, what is going on? He here? was my bet, so. No, but he's he's not. Yeah, you sent him in at uh, 10 to 1. He's not listed for very bizarre. Dawson Knox just disappearing on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, Dawson Knox, I think the, like, to me, I mean, this is how slanted this game is towards the Bills. How far down do you have to go to before you, before we find a Saints player, Diva? Sanders, Singletary, Moss, Traquan Smith, fifteen to one. What what are we doing? Oh, Matt Breida, twenty six to one. That's a bet, actually. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so I would go. I like I like Knox a lot too. Breida and uh, Josh Allen, and golly. Maybe it's because there's no – let's see who the Saints uh, – a little further down, Debo. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six, you can see it. Ah, it's because the Saints, again, their practice – their injury report is a mess. Um, we don't know. It's maybe Tony jo- – if 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 Kamara and, and Ingram are without and you can get Tony Jones for anything past 15 to 1, that's probably worth a look. Um, I, don't, I don't even know who you're – taking for the i mean who else are you taking for this game if you're if you're, if you're trying to get somebody for the saints because you i mean you won't know who gets the, gets the ball first until obviously kickoff right i mean it, it, it because the saints are so banged up it's it's essentially all um marking see on my site marking was uh six and a half to one i got dawson knox 13 
Traquan sixteen. Tony oh, Tony Jones Jr. twenty five to one. Uh, somebody will be betting that right now. Yeah, that that's probably that's probably the one you pay attention to, right? It's either going to be Ingram or Jones. Right, like Kamara. I, I think it's really unlikely Kamara plays. Yeah, maybe Ingram plays, but he's he he didn't practice on Tuesday. That's a problem. Tony Jones twenty five to one. Bet Tony Jones twenty five to one if you can find it. Um, I think Breida twenty five to one. Is worth a little stab too. Breed is interesting. He looked good in in you know limited limited capacity against the Colts last week. Yeah, um, and, and I would bet too that if you put these in now, like we're going to see these drop uh, substantially. I would yeah. guess on Thanksgiving Day. So may want to take a look at those now if you have them. God, what a gross! This is such a like it could be such a great game. It's just kind of gross. Uh, finally. The Bears, speaking of gross games, the Bears and the Lions. This is just a disgusting game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we might get Jared Goff, but we're definitely getting Andy. It's Andy Dalton against Jared Goff. In the, the fact this, that you optimistically said we might get Jared Goff tells you everything that you need to know about this game. That's right. Um, I, look, I, I, like I pointed out earlier, I'm taking the unders. I love the under in this game. I think the first half under is a good look. Uh, can you look at uh, scroll a little bit to the right, Debo? You can probably see half. Um, I think it was 21 and a half. Ah, 20 and a half. I don't know if I bet that. I want to be, I want, I want to be safe from three touchdowns killing me. Uh, but I would certainly con- I mean, consider it. If you get 21, under 21 or under 21 and a half, I love that. Uh, in the first half under. Um, and I, I like the Lions in this game. I, I think the Lions, I think this is the Dan Campbell game. It's a holiday season. It's thank, like Dan Campbell on Fox. Like, I don't know if they give him a turkey leg or a uh, like a trophy or whatever they do, but I can you just see Dan Campbell like weeping on Thanksgiving and like giving thanks for everything. Um, I, I just, I think the Lions are going to find a way to win this one. I do feel a little bad for Matt Nagy. He was booed relentlessly at his son's high school football game, which is anybody who does that as a miserable yeah, human being ridiculous. like chanting fire Nagy at a high school football game like what are you even doing the guys there is a dad of course if i was 18 i'd probably do it but um the uh anyway i like the lions outright i like the lions on the money line lions plus three would prefer three and a half and i like the under in the first half under in this game i like it it's like he's you know you got to give him the turkey leg so it's like he's biting the kneecap biting the ankle he's <laughs> He's really going at it. We really come full circle for yeah. Or maybe he just eats an ankle. He'll eat yeah. a turkey ankle. I, I don't or know where you, where you get those, but sure. He's just eat like an actual like he. No, no, I don't want that fried turkey leg. I want a a, a raw turkey leg. He's just <laughs> chewing on a turkey's leg. That would be pretty gross. unbelievable. That would be unbelievable. Awesome. You know, I, I we do a little pay per view or something like that. Just really going for it. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be that'd be a good time. Uh, you know the line. Against the spread, I mean, you know, as much as we talk about them being 0-9 and one this season, I believe they're well above 500 against the spread. I think they were like six and four or something like that. So it wouldn't surprise me. They've hung around in these games. It's not like they lose by these. They lose in heartbreaking fashion. It's not like they're really getting blown out. They lost by three points last week. So it's not not out of the realm of possibility. I like the Bears again. It's just a field goal. I just feel like Andy Dalton is a stable enough backup to right the ship here, especially against the team that is just, you know, it, they haven't won a game. It's not like they're going up against anything that's really giving you too, too much resistance there. And I'm looking more at David Montgomery. That could be the key cog in this game. He, he, the Lions are not good against the running game. The David Montgomery had over 100 yards and two touchdowns against this team earlier this season. If they play ball control running game and 
dominant defense against either Tim Boyle or, Jer- or banged up Jared Goff with an oblique injury. I could see them easily covering that three points. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a fun game, 1230. Oh, it's very exciting. Can't wait to be streaming it on my phone. And I'll tell you this real quick. Uh, driving, Bears the, driving up from Concord to High Point. One thing, uh, Bears 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five against teams with a losing record. Mm. So Bears, Bears need this one. That for he needs this one. Yeah. Reported, patch, patch.com reported he was about to be fired after this game, regardless of win or loss. Props for this game. I will take... Oh, we're both on uh, David Montgomery over rushing yards, right? Yeah. 77 yep. and a half. I'm sure it's, if, if it's down to 75 and a half, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, has it moved? Now... Look, the the Lions can win this game, and David Montgomery can still go over this total. Like with Andy Dalton back there, they're going to pound the, they're going to hand the ball to David Montgomery a bunch. He's their bell cow when he's healthy. They have no problem giving him carries. Uh, Debo, see if you can uh, control F your way into David Montgomery carries. By the way, just curious to see what the number is. I was looking for those. I don't think seventeen they have and a half. Myself. Oh, that's okay, there, substantial. Jeez, Louise, that's a lot. I mean, like. You don't usually, I mean, like Najee Harris is the biggest I've seen this year is like 21. I mean, 17 and a half is a ton of carries. If they're trailing at all, you won't get there. Ah, that's too many. I was hoping it'd be like 13 and a half. Nah, 17 and a half is too many. Way too much. But I'll tell you this, though. that The Bears, when I say that they're bad against the run, they are bad against they the bad. run. Over the last three weeks, they've allowed 188.3 rushing yards per game. That is just that is a ton, a ton, unbelievable. <laughs> is that is that right? That is right. One hundred eighty-eight point sure three. I mean, last three <laughs> last three weeks. Let's see. They played the, uh, uh, the yeah yeah yeah. That is correct. They uh, they played the Eagles, Steelers, and Browns. <laughs> That's about as, like is Jonathan Taylor coming to town anytime soon? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that that checks out. So there's just nothing they can do. Yeah, I mean, I think you take the David Montgomery over rushing yards. 77 and a half is a ton, but you have sort of an out here. If like if I mean if the Bears are winning, it's it's Montgomery time. And he's yeah. like if the Bears get a lead, Montgomery's gonna get fed. Because again, Matt Nagy needs this W. Like this would go a long way over the next 10 days to getting people off his back. If they lose to the Lions on Thanksgiving, I mean it's open season. It's, it's over. Like they're billing him at bill, Bulls games. It's, again, his son's high. I mean, oh, golly. He needs this W pretty badly. Um, I've also got Andy Dalton over passing yards. I had 218 and a half last night. I think it's up to 219 and a half, maybe. Let's see. 250. No, 218. Um, this is a low number. Yeah. Like the Lions are a bad defense. You know, if we get the Bears in any kind of trailing situation, we can easily go over this number. Um, you know, you're not, you're not like there, there's a, there's myriad ways to get there. You would prefer this to be about two ten, two fifteen, but I think two eighteen is 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 very gettable. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you have deep threats like Mooney. I mean, Allen Robinson's been an unbelievable down year for him, but oh, maybe yeah. maybe you can get something from him in this game you know, with a little bit more of a. And more of a polished passer at this point in their stages of their career between Fields and, and Dalton, if that's the nicest way to say that. But <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, maybe you could get there with all that. So you short, can bash you know. Andy Dalton on this podcast. Absolutely, uh, it's okay. I, the ghost of uh, of of Breach will pop up if you say his name three <laughs> times. So 
I don't, I don't know if I want that smoke. Uh, you for me, you don't, you don't want that smoke. <laughs> for sure. me, I'll go with get Swift, a tiny uh, package. Goes to John Reach, everyone. Uh, Swift for me, receiving yards, 33 and a half over, uh, it, he hasn't really been a huge factor in the receiving game over the last few weeks, just cause he's dominated on the ground. 130, uh, hundred, at least 130 rushing yards in his last two games. He's just been awesome on the ground, but his bread and butter is that dual threat ability, catching the ball out of the backfield. He's still involved in that stretch. It just hasn't been that heavy. I think he gets over this one. I think it goes back to what we've seen a little bit more than usual, especially if all of a sudden we're getting an injured Jared Goff playing in this game. He's going to want to get the ball out quick, not take any more abuse. That is just feeding ground for running backs out of the backfield, catching the football. So to me, I think he's going to have a, a decent amount of targets here. He's gone over this number of six times this season. And last week, the 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 Bears defense let Devontae Freeman catch six passes for 31 yards. Swift is a much better yeah. back at this point in their careers in that area of the in that area of the field. So to me, this one Swift over receiving yards, that number just feels too low. Yeah. And you've also got again, like the yeah, the Bears are favored here. Um the 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 those props, the Montgomery rush prop and Swift receiving prop are correlated in the yeah. sense that if Montgomery's running a ton, Swift will be catching a bunch of passes. Uh all right, let's um Oh, first touchdown score in this game. Forgot. Hawkinson, I guess. I mean, 11-01. I don't love really – I don't love that at all because he's really oh. fallen off. It's been no, so no, no, no. I got the, the answer. I, I don't have my Hawkinson at 10-1. to The answer, keep on scrolling down. It's the answer. I have – this is the this is the, the bet you have to make. Where is he? It's, they keep giving this crusty old corpse. Jimmy Graham at 35-1. to They just <laughs> – Matt Nagy loves feeding this guy in the red zone. There's this is a bet. This is Jimmy Graham, like uh, Goldsboro's fine, Goldsboro fine, Goldsboro's finest. I don't know if you know about Goldsboro, North Carolina, home of Wilbur's Barbecue, Sully. Very, very North Carolinian. I like um, it. Right near an Air Force base, planes flying over all the time. Uh, Jimmy Graham, 35 to 1. They roll this guy out. <laughs> they like, I didn't even know he's active. And then all of a sudden he's just getting three targets in prime time in the red zone. Like they dial up plays for Jimmy Graham in the red zone. I swear it's got to be Ryan Pace telling Matt Nagy, we need Jimmy Graham to catch more touchdown passes because I have to justify this contract. I don't care the reason. 35 to 1 is crazy for how much usage he gets in the red zone relative to his actual usage elsewhere on the field. I love it. I'll jump on that with you. I mean, I didn't really love Hawkinson, so sure. I'll, I'll I like Hawkinson to one. I mean, I, I, but what are the what are the guys at the top? Uh, besides it's Hawkinson, gotta be, it's got to be Montgomery and Swift. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, the running backs by the top guys. Um, Mooney nine to one. You can't bet that. Yeah, Hawkinson, Komet, and uh, Jimmy Graham. Let's we'll bet the tight ends of this game. Yeah, I like it. Cash and cash in like a twelve forty five. Okay, I said I wasn't going to crack this beer this early, <laughs> but. <laughs> Sure, I have to podcast in seven hours, but we did hit a first touchdown score. Okay, um, now we have to do DFS. I have goodbye, somehow entered... podcast people. What's that? Say goodbye, podcast people. Oh, right, right. Sorry, I didn't know we were doing the separate thing for this too. Okay, so if you're listening to the podcast, thanks for listening. Those are the picks. Let's cast Jimmy Graham, and then we get weird. If we cast Jimmy Graham, we are getting very weird with the rest of these picks. For those of you watching on YouTube, we are going to talk some DFS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.